Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. All right, everybody. We're going to try this again. I've dropped, I've parachuted into a couple of mocks today, and there's been a whole lot of no-shows. This one seems like it's actually doing better. Still two minutes to start time, and we got like uh, 11 out of the 12, 12 out of the 14 teams are in, 13 out of the, yes, we finally got a good one. Only lackluster Charles in the three seat has not yet shown his ugly mug. That's right, Charles, I'm calling you out. Welcome to this bonus episode of Fantasy NBA Today, live mock edition. I am Dan Vespris. And I will make my stupid face a little bit bigger so you guys mostly can see the Twitter handle, at Dan Bespris. Sports Ethos is the website. Make sure to go cruise on over there. Hang out with us at The Ethos. NBA Draft Guide dropping in, I think, four days. Later this week. Later this week. Reminder to everybody, as I once again shrink my face on the YouTube side of this thing, to come hang with us on YouTube if you're listening on the podcast channel. And head to youtube.com slash sportsethos. And to those of you that are already watching on YouTube, please take a moment to hit the thumbs up button. Let me know. Yay. And subscribe to the Sports Ethos YouTube page, which is just jammed these days. Let's see what we got. We got uh, an auction, a football auction mock coming up later today. We got a uh, Sports Ethos Experts League draft coming up later this week. Uh, we had a best ball draft that dropped last week. Basketball drafts that I'll be hosting here. Uh, the Fantasy Roadshow guys are putting out drafts at basically every single day. YouTube is kicking these days, friends. All right, we got to turn the sounds off here on this one. But this one's underway. I'll also mention everyone because Jokic is going to come flying off here very quickly. And hey, I know this dude, Fantasy Bible. Uh, I will mostly be drafting players that I don't care about where they go. By the way, we got full 14 out of 14 here. Oh, no, wait. Is Charles still out sick? Yeah, Charles is out sick. You suck, Charles. 13 out of 14. That's pretty damn good, though, for a, a Yahoo mock. Except for Charles. Charles is not... Well, he's going to make a Scott Bayo joke, but we'll just... Let that one go. Uh, so anyway, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on in the draft as we go, but I did want to give you guys kind of the primer here that I'm going to be drafting players, not that I'm targeting, but players where I'm not at all interested in where they're going. So this is a recon mock. We're still doing recon. It's still August, people. We're going to be doing recon at least for a solid month before we start to actually make some moves on things. Uh, no big surprises here in the early going. Other than that, well, well, we got a couple surprises here at 6 and 7. First five were basically what we always expect. Anthony Davis goes at 6, JJJ at 7. Is that a difference because we're in a 14-teamer? So folks realize they have to lean harder into punt ideas? I don't know, but there's Giannis not until 9. So if that was the thought there, Giannis going behind... Well, I guess that makes sense. There's LaMelo. Shea is still on the board. That's extremely surprising. Shea is still on the board. Anthony Davis, 6. JJJ, 7th. That's a, that's a lot to invest in JJJ. Steph, 8. Giannis, 9. 
Lamelo 10, Dame at 11, and Shea finally comes off the board at 12. That's too much, people. I know that a lot of Shea's value was wrapped up in free throw stuff. I know. But he's also excellent at scoring, good steals, palatable rebounds and assist numbers. Doesn't really hit the three-pointer. That's a, a area of hopeful improvement. But he was boat racing a lot of the late first-rounders last year. Like, it wasn't that close. I get that there's going to be a slight drop-off for him, but that's a big one. Anthony Edwards at 13, and uh, KD, the last pick of the first round. So Carl here is going to get to go again. That's a really nice spot to get Durant, 14th. This is interesting. This is a, this is a jumbling on this Monday. I'm glad we're here to see the, the weirdness in full effect. Head-to-head league, worth noting, again. So... You know, that might be why you see a guy like Durant fall a little bit farther. But then AD went 6th. Kyrie at 15, that's a steal. Donovan Mitchell at 16 is a very safe play. Spida, as we expected, this we called this two weeks ago, would start to move up into that group above where he had been going. Donovan was pre-ranked. Pre-ranked as 21, I think. You knew that wouldn't hold him back. Not after a big season last year and a guy who scores a lot. Those dudes don't don't fall in drafts. What's Nico going to do? There goes Booker at 17. I'm not as upset about Booker going at 17 as I am at Booker going at like 10. Someone tried to tell me on Twitter he was going to average a double-double this year. Do you guys know how hard it is to get to 10 assists? It's freaking near impossible. Jokic didn't get there. Demonis Sabonis at 18. He's another very safe Mid to late second rounder. He's not going to blow the roof off the building, but he's going to get you pretty reliable stuff. Trey Young at 19. He's a guy who's going ahead of his per or his pre rank, mostly because he fits nicely into punt builds. You know you're going to get hyper elite stuff out of a couple of categories, and you can kind of ignore the rest. Siakam at 20 is really early. Desmond Bain at 21. That's around where he's been going. I have an itchy finger today. I don't know why. And I'm going to try to remember a joke as we work our way through this thing. I might screw that up. I'm trying to tell a joke on these things. Oh, no. Connor just left. This was going so well. Come back, Connor. Vooch at 22, way earlier than he's usually going. Van Vliet at 23, later than he's been going. You're starting to see some of the Twitter chatter, I think, impacting where players are going. I, that's early for Vooch, and that's late for Freddie. Aw, oh, Connor, we were having such a great time. 13 out of 14. I was going to take this sucker a little deeper than we had on recent mocks. You guys know I've only been going, like, first 40, 50 guys. But the ones where you have good attendance, you can push it maybe more towards, you know, 70, 75, 80, something like that. We had a couple of questions uh, on the YouTube side as James Harden goes off at 24. I can't, I can't. Go Harden. No Mikael Bridges yet. Kind of interesting little footnote here. Uh, I, bet he, I bet he goes right here. We'll see what happens. Let me see if I can throw the questions on the screen. Uh, no, this is... Is this Roto? No, this is head-to-head. -head. Um, most people, I think, prefer it. <laughs> Delonte tried to hop in so close. Yeah, I threw this link on Twitter. Uh, DeJounte Murray went at 25. Mikael Bridges at 26. I'm going to take Kawhi again because I just don't care where he goes. I'll probably end up with him in a bunch of Roto stuff. Hey, Connor came back. Sorry, Connor, you missed one of your picks, but you'll be okay. 
Very early for DeJounte Murray. Very early for DeJounte Murray. Haven't seen him go there before. JJJ is kind of wild at seven. Yeah, Mark, I agree. One of our awesome dynasty experts here at Sports Ethos. Real early. Jalen Brunson at 28, also relatively early. And then Jimmy Butler at 29, who was probably the guy I would have taken here just because, again, not that concerned with where he goes. Uh, I'll go PG next. He's another guy that I'm not super curious about. But if he falls to 30, I would almost definitely be conned into taking him. Marketing at 31. A lot of players are going later in this particular draft. You're seeing more board shuffling. And again, I don't know if that's because it's a 14-teamer or if it's because we have almost full participation here, except for Charles. And now Carl, Charles and Carl, come on back, Carl. I'm hoping your computer just fritzed out. There goes Cat at 32, pretty reasonable place to take him, I would assume. Durant and Kyrie wonder if they'd work in real life. <laughs> yeah, well said, Mark. Dembird said JJJ at 7 is indefensible. Yeah, it's really, really early for JJJ. Well, I mean, if it's head-to-head, -head, at least you know you've got a category basically locked up anytime he doesn't have a two-game week. That is a lot. That is a lot to invest in a first-rounder who really only betters your team in one category and then, like, holds you afloat in six. Folks, picture this nightmare scenario. You're hosting friends for the big game. It's neck and neck in the fourth quarter, and suddenly you realize you're out of drinks. Ooh, say all of your friends. You start to sweat. Your friends turn on you. You're forced to go on a last-second drink run and end up missing the game-winning touchdown while in line. Oh, no. Terrifying, isn't it? Luckily, you can avoid the drama with Drizzly, the go-to app for drink delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered right to your watch party. Compare prices across multiple stores in your area, find the best deals on game day drinks, and get back to armchair quarterbacking from, you guessed it, your armchair. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. So Cat at 32 and then Braun at 33. I'm going to do a roto one of these probably Wednesday. I'm guessing you see some of the older guys go earlier. Braun probably goes a little earlier because you're not as worried about the missed games. Cat. Uh... Sorry, not Cat. I don't know what I'm talking about. Kawhi, Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Those guys probably go a little earlier. Walker Kessler at 34. That is also quite early. I mean, he really could get there. I hate... I don't want to just keep saying this is early, this is early, this is early. Certain guys can actually get to that point. 35 for Bam is a right on the money. Kessler's going to have a gigantic year. There's no question about that. question is sort of how gigantic and how much capital you want to invest in that type of player. Miles Turner at 36. You know he's going to blitz that on per game, but then it's all about whether or not he can stay upright. I think Miles, this this might be a kind of a year for Miles. Pacers are going to be trying to win. It's not going to be shut down. If he's hurt, he's hurt this time around. There goes Victor. Wembenyama at 37. So if you want to put a pin in the Wembenyama board, it's at 37 for this particular mock. Jamal Murray at 38. 
it's fine. DeAndre Ayton at 39 is pretty early. I just don't see a whole lot of upside with Ayton. He doesn't block shots the way you'd want. Or the way I'd want, I guess. Yeah, Mark noting that Kessler's great for targeted builds. Yeah. So that, again, maybe leans a little bit more into the head-to-head -head side of things than Roto. And I'm not saying that necessarily going early on him is a bad idea. I just kind of wish it wasn't kept getting pushed up the board. Cade goes at 40. I'm not a big, like, Cade hyper believer. I do think he gets a lot better. I just don't know how far. I was arguing with somebody on Twitter who took him at, like, 13. I was like, come on, man. And he was like, oh, people are talking really high on him. It's like, yeah, but then you try to take him back where you'd want to create some value. Not, like, the absolute best-case scenario on planet Earth. Holmgren at 41. That's where he's been going. I haven't made up my mind on that one yet. That's a weird thing to say, I know, but that's where I'm at. Drew Holiday at 42. Porzingis, 43. Mobley, 44. Garland, 45. No massive surprises here. Jared Allen goes a little early at 46. Not necessarily early for his value, but earlier than we've been seeing him drop in drafts. He's been going mid-50s, even as close to 60. This is a good one, man. People are, people are invested in this mock. Nice work, everybody. Jordan Poole at 47. Yeah, he's, yeah, I mean, he got pushed way up the board. Scotty Barnes at 48. I'm still not fully into the Scotty Barnes thing. Fox at 49. That's later, actually, than we've been seeing him go. I have this nagging feeling, and I can't confirm it, obviously, until the season happens, but I have this nagging feeling that the Kings are going to get hit with injuries this year because they were so healthy last season. It just feels, feels like it. Claxton at 50. Jalen Brown, 51. It's a pretty good spot, actually, Jalen Brown. In this particular draft, kind of taking on the old man role. OG at 52. Uh, hey, remember everybody to please click the thumbs up. It actually does go a long way. There's more of you watching today than usual. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Monday. Everybody's ready to watch a mock draft. So please click the thumbs up. If you're not subscribing to our page, please do so. You can do that right here. So YouTube makes it so easy to subscribe. And we got stuff dropping all the time. Hey, it's my turn. Who do I not care where they're going? Uh, I'll go Zach Levine because he's going right around 53, 55 in almost every single draft I've done. So I, I, I don't need, I think, any more recon on him, at least for the time being. Randall at 53 went before me, as did DeMar DeRozan. These bulls going in the 50s. I'll take them all, man. There goes Ingram. I got no faith in Brandon Ingram. He can't stay healthy, and he's looking bad on Team USA. Bradley Beal at 57. He'll probably be in the eh, 50s, 60s range per game this year. Oh, right, me again. Who am I not interested in? This is going to get me, man. I, I am relatively interested in a lot of these guys. Um, We'll just go Brolo because everybody figures I'll take him anyway. Jalen Williams goes behind me, but I think that might have been the auto. Yeah, we got a couple of autos trickling in here. So uh, now that we're at three autos out of 14, I'm not going to take this too much deeper. So we're getting close to the end of the, the picks we'll actually pay attention to on this one. Dem Birds, by the way, noting, why take JJJ in round one when you can just take Miles Turner or Walker Kessler or Jared Allen in rounds three through five? Uh, yeah, mostly accurate, although Jared Allen only averaged like 1.2 or 3 blocks per game last year. He's not quite up in that same realm with those other guys but miles in the mid twos kessler probably in the mid to high twos like they're all going to be somewhat close and you're and by and large you are right 
So after Jalen Williams, then Franz Wagner, Cam Johnson in the 60s, I think it's quite reasonable. Rudy Gobert, uh, Dem Birds would be another one. He's going in the 60s here. You can get Rudy. Go Rudy. Take someone in the first round that can cover up his free throw issue or Walker Kessler's free throw issue. Miles Turner is kind of the only one of those guys who's not going to create a free throw hole for you. Just another thought of why you kind of steer a different direction. Boncaro at 63. Paolo, he's looked good lately for Team USA. That's a big jump for him, though. Shengun, 64. Giddy, 65. Kind of on a run here of catch lightning dudes. Then Tyrese Maxey at 66. If the Harden stuff goes down, Tyrese Maxey could just obliterate even almost even the highest rankings people are giving him. He, he'll just roast all of them. Jalen Green at 67. I got a little bit of... It wasn't an argument. I thought it was a pretty respectful discussion. Yeah, Mark notes also Porzingis. You could pull down almost two blocks per game there. Uh, I got into a discussion on Twitter about Jalen Green and what kind of a step he could take forward. Like To me, even if he takes a step forward, going from you know 220 rank to 60 is is just a colossal leap. And that team wants to win now. So, yes, maybe he's in a better scenario, but then to say, oh, well, that's just going to, like, make him magically get better shots. I don't I don't follow that logic exactly. I do think he shows improvement, just proper growth, but it's too far. Vassell at 68. I don't trust the Spurs as far as I can throw him this year. Derek White at 69 seems pretty fair. Chris Paul, is there anyone who's gone... Chris Paul has gone on almost exactly 70 in every draft I've done. It's actually kind of amazing. It's like the system is just ready. If he's still there at 70, somebody just has to pick him. I probably would. <laughs> Not targeting him. But if he's there and I'm picking somewhere near 70, I didn't in this one. My pick was, what, six, the early 60s and now early 80s? Clint Capella at 71. There's another option. Mitch Robin, Mitchell Robinson at 72. There's more options of big men you can take to need JJJ. Brian says, too many shot blockers this year. Wouldn't even take JJJ in the second round. Nick, Nick Claxton to the mix. Yeah, good point. Nick Claxton's another one, and then the two that just went off the board here relatively late in this draft in Capella and Robinson. Miles Bridges at 73. I think that's the earliest I've seen him go, so we're starting to get the Miles Bridges belief. Tyus Jones in Washington at 74. I'm actually a big fan of Tyus Jones. Shh, don't tell anybody. Jeremy Grant, 75. He could also have a really nice year. Rozier, 76. Michael Porter Jr., 77. A lot of really safe picks in the 70s this year. Isn't that weird? I mentioned it on a previous mock. I think the old men are actually getting split up this season. Like, you're getting a little patch in the 30s. You got a patch in the 50s. You got a patch in the 70s. Normally, they all kind of get mushed together between 25 and 55. And maybe that'll still happen as we get closer to the actual start of the season. But right now as people are, again, starting to slowly leave this mock draft. But so far, we've actually had relatively decent attendance and gotten some pretty good information today. You got a big chunk of them here in the 70s, like a legitimately large group. Anthony Simons, 78. Marcus Smart, 79. Tyler Hero, 80. Marcus Smart at 79 is a little aggressive. Healed at 81. And there goes Zion finally at 82, but that was an auto, so whatever. I'll take Ja because I don't care where he's going. I'm not drafting Ja in any format. I don't want to sit on a player for 25 games off. Middleton at 84. He's typically going around 90. Pirtle at 85. 
Look at all these guys. Look at all these old man squad types. I counted about five, six of them here in the last eight or nine picks. It's my turn again. Uh, we'll run this draft. We'll run this round through, and then maybe we'll peel it off around pick one hundred. I am not at all curious. Uh, where Andrew Wiggins is going? Not curious about Andrew Wiggins. But then we got some autos coming up here, so that's going to kind of muck things up a little bit. Uh, not this pick, but the following one is going to get autoed. So you know Markel's going off at least in the next two. And then you got a couple more autos kind of spread throughout the rest of the round. But I'll tell you right now, as soon as this round is done, we'll get picked to, we'll get to pick 97 because then you got a, a double auto at the end of it. We had a really good run here in this draft. 13 out of 14 teams showed up. That's pretty damn good. We got to see a 14-teamer, so you kind of got a feel for where your pairings were going to be, how that differed. Um, and I'd say the one thing that I really wanted to take away from this draft as uh, D'Lo won at 87, Time Lord 88, False 89, and McCollum at 90. The big thing I took away from this draft is to don't stress too much about those early picks because there are really nice value plays popping up in the 30s, 50s, 70s, 80s. We're going to be fine, people. And I know what you guys are thinking. What if some of those guys get pushed up the board? Other ones will get pushed down. Good question here from 63CC. The Clippers have the worst schedule this season. Any explanation why you drafted Kawhi? I'm guessing this dude missed the beginning of the video. I'm drafting players where I am not at all interested in where they're going. This is a recon mock I'm doing right now. Uh, so I'm only drafting players where I don't care to learn more about them today. So I built a team of players where I feel pretty confident I know they're where they're going to go in drafts. Like, I know Kawhi's going to go uh, at about 24, and PG's going to go at, like, 28 to 30. Um, and, I'm, and in Roto, I might end up with some of those guys. Head-to-head, -head, I definitely would not. So that's the answer to that question for those that missed the beginning of the show. This is a recon mock. I'm drafting players to not learn about those players. I want to leave the everybody else on the board and see where everybody else gets taken. Yeah, Anyika is going to have a, a quality. I mean, he had a great season last year exclusively as backup. If anything happens to Capella, then it's just explosion time. Uh, last few players I want to read off here. Um, Trey Jones at 91. I'm not big into him this season after... Spurs picked up some backup point guards. Austin Reeves at 92. That's a pretty reasonable spot for him. Dinwiddie, 93. Draymond Green, 94. Klay Thompson, 95, to me, is a steal. Wendell Carter Jr., 96, is fine. Scoot goes at 97. Melton, 98. Daniel Gafford, 99. Love that one, by the way. Jonas Valanciunas at 100, and you, could saw, and, and you saw last year, Valanciunas is just in a bad spot right now. Um... We knocked, we knocked through a couple of autos here, which, you know, messed up the board a little. But there goes Kuzma at 101. I think I said I was going to turn things off around now. Um, so we'll we'll start to wind this thing out. I, I'm not going to go the whole way through. I don't I don't have time for that. Neither do you. I have another podcast to do today. Um, but let's see. We've got, you know, five of the next six picks are real people. So let's get through those, and then we'll abandon ship. Keldon Johnson goes at 102. Uh couple of interesting names still floating around out there. Kind of wanted to see where Okongwu was going in this draft. Nurk. The lack of trust is uh, silly. I mean, Okongwu, it's not like... People are going to call him a sleeper this year, but dude was number 75 per game last year. He was already a, 
basically an end of a sixth rounder. Whatever. This dude I thought was autoing. I don't know. Oh, maybe he just left. In any event. All right, so uh, that'll about wrap it up. We'll just talk over the last couple of picks here. Uh, Shaden Sharp gets autoed at 104 because he was at the top of the board. I thought we actually learned a lot in this one. You can go back and kind of look at what the pairings were, um, and I'll try to post some of the results of this on uh, on Twitter. I don't think that I can... Well, you know what I can do here? I can flip it over to the draft board. That way, hey, everybody, you guys can see what happened here. Yeah, take a look at the top of the draft board. Um, I'm actually going to save this screen so I can cut and paste that somewhere. Uh, but that's what that looked like at the top. Sorry, I'll roll it back up anytime a pick gets made here just so you guys can can take a nice long look at how the pairings look. Like, if you're at the front end of the first round, uh, you're still getting pretty good options in a 14-teamer. Pretty cool, huh? Especially in this one because other guys got pushed. Like, Siakam went early. Trey Young went earlier than usual. DeJounte Murray pushed up early. So that allowed a couple of guys, Mikhail Bridges, Butler, those types, uh, Markinen to fall even to the end of uh, of the second round in a 14-teamer. Uh, so, anyway, thanks again for watching, everybody. Please, again, beg of you all, please hit that thumbs-up button. It really does mean a lot. I know some of you are here right now. If you're watching, you haven't clicked it, please click it. Uh, subscribe. We'll keep doing this uh, three times a week right now. We'll probably ramp that up as we get within maybe like a month of the NBA season, but we still got a little bit of time on that front. Um, come follow me on Twitter, at Dan Bespris. You can see the name there. I'll make it a little bigger for you on the screen. D-A-N-B-E-S-B-R-I-S. -E and come follow my uh, everyday podcast, Fantasy NBA Today. That's available iTunes, Spotify, whatever. Any old place podcasts can be found. And a Hakuna Matata to you all. Take care, everybody.